0: Welcome to The Michael and Chauncey Show.
1: of ...the amount of love and support for the program and conservative values and wanting to share that with the American people Uh, with the the holidays upon us. uh, It's a great time of the year to really reflect on 2019 and on 2020, which is upcoming, which is an election year, and we're going to have a lot of uh, battles for key uh, states in the political arena. So it's going to be a, a really a year of fireworks, I believe. But during this time, we want to, um, you know, make sure that we wish everyone a happy Hanukkah and also Merry Christmas to people of faith who believe uh, in our Lord and Savior and our God. So thank you for uh, all the support, and thank you for uh, airing into the show tonight. We have some great guests on the line tonight. We have Jason Roberge, who's running for uh, Virginia U.S. Congress in District 7. We also have Amy Van West, who's running for U.S. Congress in F- District 47 in California. So with that, Chauncey, so much grateful, and uh, thank you for uh, you know sharing this opportunity with these people, and uh, God bless all of our listeners.
0: Thank you very much. Happy holidays to to everyone who celebrates Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. Thank you all for listening into the Michael and 2020 Show. We really appreciate you trying to listen in and get our message out. 2020 is going to be a very, very critical election for our for our country. We're fighting for our republic, for our country. We're fighting for our constitution. And uh, I'm very, very blessed to be on the show with Michael talking about the issues that are critical to America and how we need to move America forward to protect our Constitution and our liberties in the United States of America.
1: Absolutely. You look at the climate right now, Chauncey. I mean, right now, we're at the critical point. I mean, they're really in the House, which is unbelievable to me. I just want to throw up right now, honestly, thinking about it, but they want to really impeach the President of the United States saying that he abused his power, one article, and these people are completely off, out of their rocking chairs and they should be in institutions and uh, have a straitjacket on, and these people are really sick people. The United States Congress was not developed by our forefathers for these type of actions to take place. I find it a very offensive as an American, someone who served this country, and for the American people who love the Constitution, love the flag, and love being a member of freedom, of liberty and justice, to be faced with this atrocity.
0: Uh, it, it is sad. I mean, they're hanging it on two things. One, a phone call, which uh, this impeachment is based on a phone call uh, of trying to solicit uh, the Ukraine president to uh, do a favor, uh, which is ironic because uh, the whole document, The whole transcript is about five pages, which I downloaded and I think I shared on social media. There's only one sentence. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's sons, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that, so whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution, so if you can look into that, it sounds horrible to me. That's the only thing that the president said, in the transcript about Biden, nothing about the election. That's the first thing. And, and that's sad because the American people who don't even read this five-page document and the HR resolution that they put together is nine pages, okay, and that's the one of the other ones, obstruction of Congress for failing to uh, produce the documents to them, which is absurd because the president has the right to, uh, to um invoke executive privilege it's sad that we are at this point in the country's history where uh, the Democratic Party is undermining the Constitution in the office of a presidency it's a very slippery slippery uh, slope that they are sliding down right now and I don't think the outcome is going to be well for them and I see Trump and Republicans getting reelected resoundingly in 2020
1: Oh, absolutely. Great point, Chauncey. And, you know, I'm running for U.S. Congress in District 21 in Florida. And so happy to be back in the fight. As everyone knows, uh, you know, we need patriots in office. And there's 31 of those seats where these Democrats uh, were, they were controlled by President Trump in 2016. So when this election comes around, oh, my gosh, this is like a silver bullet right now. I mean, when you look at it in one sense, you want to throw up, but in the next, it's like a blessing. It's like just hand the man – the uh, the reins right now for four more years for our president Donald J Trump make America great again keep America great God bless America the land of the free because of the home of the brave let's do this let's you know let's let's make this what it's supposed to be America is a melting pot people come from all over the world to come here because they want to be a part of that freedom they want to have that opportunity that American dream you know so many people have died for that and I just love our military. And our, our military personnel and, and the families who support our military, and uh, it's just such an honor to serve this country. I, I really re- want to recognize, especially with Christmas coming up, you know, everybody who's deployed and who was overseas and they're away from their loved ones. I've been there. I've been on deployments, been downrange, been, uh, you know, away from family for, for Christmas and, and during times that you want to celebrate with family. It's a huge sacrifice, but I want to conserve that uh, in, in for the for the future of this nation, that's what we got to do for our children and our children's children. So uh, you know, Chauncey, thank you for what you're doing, man. I really, you know, as my co-host, you know, we're about to bring our guest on here and and uh, in a few minutes, and Chauncey's going to introduce Jason and and do a great interview with him. But I'm just so honored to have somebody that you know loves America as much as I do, and and to work together, you know, um, Chauncey is one of the hardest working people, and that's the thing about life, is that's what America is about, it gives people an opportunity to create a platform like the Michael and Chauncey Show, conservative talk radio, that uh, is Chauncey's show, and my show, live with Michael Blooming Jr., which airs on uh, Apple Podcast and, and Spotify and all over the internet, please, you know, help support my campaign and what I'm doing, you can also contribute to the show here, uh, this is coming out of Chauncey in my pocket. You know, We'd like to increase viewership. We want to help marketing and PR. We want to get to video. We want to increase frequency, and we just want to help the American people. We want to have candidates like today with Jason Roberge in Virginia, which I used to live in that district where uh, 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 Dave Bratt and uh, Eric Kanner were. And also Amy Fan West out in California, District Forty Seven. I was out in California, met with Amy, and they're trying to help on her, her campaign. So this is a, a front that we gotta fight together and we gotta we gotta unite as as one American, one nation under God.
0: Uh yes we do, Michael, and I definitely agree with everything you said and, and with that, uh I am honored to introduce our guest who has served this country honorably and he wants to serve this country again. I'd like to introduce Mr. Mr. Jason Robert, who is a former military vet, small business owner, and law school graduate. His honorable service in the military was marked by awards and letters of recognition. Jason is considered a civil rights activist by promoting free speech and constitutional values in the United States. Given the attacks on the rights of all Americans, Jason is running. For Congress in Virginia, 7th Congressional Seat in 2020 We want to welcome him to the show We want to thank you again for standing up For the American people Jason, welcome
2: Thank you, how are you tonight?
0: I'm doing uh, Blessed sir and I'm honored uh, To be on the show with you An American patriot who served This country and who wants to you know, Come back and, and serve our country Again, I'm honored to have you on the show Tonight sir
2: Sure. Thank you. It was a great introduction. And uh, look, I'm just uh, like Michael just laid out. I mean, I'm just one of the candidates that's running in one of these 31 uh, some odd districts that uh, the House districts that are going to swing back to uh, the Republican side. Uh, we only need about 19 to retake the House of Representatives and we have 31 uh, seats open. So, look, I mean, if you were a gambling person, uh, it, the odds are pretty high that we're going to be retaking the House. Um Come, the, come this coming year so That's great news Now I think this past
0: election uh, The state legislature switched From Republican to Democrat Is is, is that not true In Virginia and now it, you're hoping To yes, regain it, those state seats
2: as well Yeah so uh, Virginia is one of the few states that has Off year elections so every single Year there's an election here and in the Off years it's the state uh, And county elections So um basically what ended up happening is Michael Bloomberg, the George Soros, um, they ended up dumping in a lot of money into local elections in order to uh, steal some of these seats. And they basically just edged out a victory um, by a very small margin, you know, a few percent in the, in a couple of these districts and they just barely have control of the state Senate and the state house of delegates. So, um, and then they have control of the governor's, um, the governor has control. Also, it's a Democrat, so uh, they basically it sets up the trifecta, so they can push bills through. Um, and what they have on the plate right now is uh, an anti—I'm uh, sorry, strike that—a pro-abortion bill, and they have anti-second uh, amendment bill. Uh, one of those on the table um, that basically are. Extremely opposite of my views. I'm I'm a I'm a pro-life person, and I'm I'm very for the Second Amendment. I I guess I I, I call myself a constitutional originalist. Basically, I just view the Constitution, see what it does. Uh, that's a good starting point, um, and go by that, and then sort of see what the consensus is. And you know, it, this is a pro-life, uh, pro-gun sort of an area. So that's that's where I stand on that, and yeah, so they're going to be for- forcing these bills through. I can go on a little bit more. I can elaborate. So, 95 uh, counties in the state are actually passed uh, local resolutions to become sanctuary gun uh, counties. Basically, so picture picture the sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants. Um, this is this is a little bit different, but it's it's similar. It, it's uh, the local sheriffs are basically saying, and the local board of supervisors are saying, we won't be Funding any of these measures that are going to lead to gun confiscation um, mm-hmm. which is excellent and they're also talking about in some of the districts uh, deputizing uh, thousands and thousands of gun owners so that way um, the uh, state can't come in and take away everyone's guns and they, they've been they've been talking about uh, setting the national guard in now also to take people's mm-hmm. uh, guns and weapons so it's a it's an interesting time in Virginia. Virginia is going to be the model for the rest of the states on uh, what we're going to do to fight back against uh, the state uh, state and federal government and all these uh, Second Amendment restrictions we're seeing. So. Yep. Just just to recap quickly,
0: so right now the House, 31 seats, you look good for the Republican, you 31 seats in the state of New Jersey, uh, I'm sorry, in the state of Virginia, but right now, mm-hmm. based on what's going on on the ground, you're not sure how the local races are going to transcend, or do you think that the, the local House will uh, flip back to Republican based on the issues that are going on now and what's going on on the ground in Virginia?
2: Sure. So, do you
0: think that I, you I think the win the the delegates? The house the delegates? It's called
2: in Virginia, right? Or yeah. So, what? Well, what's happening um, broadly? So, right out right outside of Washington D.C., the Northern Virginia is turning very blue, be, because all of the folks okay. that um, work in Washington are spilling over into Northern Virginia um, and commuting in because the cost of living is so expensive in Washington D.C. Basically, it's forcing. A lot of people out of the city, and there's only so many housing units. So Virginia mm-hmm. is turning blue next to Washington D.C., and then also right next to Richmond a little bit. But I think what we have to really we we have to really say is how do we turn it back uh, red the entire state? Well, I think the solution is really having a better ground game on the local level. Um, in, in my district specifically, we do have very good ground game, and people are very organized and. Pretty vigilant. Um, I believe almost all of the delegates in my district uh, are Republicans now. We lost one mm-hmm. of the uh, delegate seats or one of the Senate seats, state Senate seats. And uh, but the thing is, you know, the people are really they are really getting angry. I mean, you're seeing so like. Basically, what's happening, just to give everyone an idea, on the local level at the
0: I have I have two more, I have two more questions I have two more questions to ask you. So if you could just wrap this up and let me get my two questions in, because of the time, okay. I'd appreciate okay. it. Okay? okay.
2: Yeah. 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 No worries. On the my- local level, basic, basically, they're holding these Second Amendment rallies, and hundreds and hundreds of people are showing up to each one of these. And we're talking very small counties. Also, these are these are very very small counties. So for hundreds and hundreds of people to show up pretty impressive also some of the counties are forming local uh, militias right now so we're seeing a resurgence of that which is very telling so that's that's just kind of the essence of what's going on in virginia right now
0: i i appreciate that thank you very much my two questions that i have is one is can you briefly share with the american people when you get to congress what are some of the things that you want to do and number two what do you think and where do you stand uh, on the current uh, impeachment hearing uh, slash vote that is tomorrow.
2: Okay, um, sure. So it's interesting because a lot of the times people have, you know, these big ambitions, these big dreams, these big, you know, things. They create this big vision for what they're going to do when they get to Washington. Well, I have kind of that, but the opposite of that in a sense because I say, Uh, Why is it that Washington is regulating all of our individual liberties like free speech? They're regulating our second amendment rights. Any of our individual uh, liberties should be left up to the state to decide on how to regulate Uh, anything like an abortion issue. That's a state issue, right? So this isn't something that the federal government should be regulating. Uh, So what I would like to do would be to, basically nullify any of the Supreme Court decisions that have interfered with these individual liberties and give the rights back to the states. Uh, It's very very simple. It's basically just unregulating certain areas of law um, and giving the states the power to regulate them. And so some of the states already do have uh, regulations, a lot of them do in these different topics. So it's not like it's going to be a free-for-all, right? It'll just get kicked back to the state and have the state legislatures hammer out some solutions. Uh, I think that's the best way to deal with, with certain things. Um, so, real quick, okay, so I'm going to switch over to impeachment. Um, for impeachment, I mean, I, 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 you know, high crimes and misdemeanors, treason, and bribery, right? We've seen two articles of impeachment pop up. Um, that none of those none of those, uh, those four that I just mentioned that are in the Constitution were in the articles of impeachment they're going to vote on, and we – my challenger, Abigail Spanberger, has said she's going to be voting for, uh, in favor of the articles of impeachment. I mean, I'm not sure who's giving her the the information on uh, what to do or the summary of how to vote on this or whatever or the, whatever you want to call it. Whoever's briefing mm-hmm. her basically isn't filling her in as to um, you know which which way to vote, yes or no, because these articles of impeachment are nonsense. The second one is is the executive. The President didn't provide people uh, to Congress. didn't He blocked some of the witnesses from testifying. They're in the executive branch, that's his executive privilege. And you know, that's, that's even a kind of a footnote to this because it's like there's no actual crime that took place, so basically the thing should have died in the House already. And all, something I said yesterday was, all of the witnesses um, that are testifying are they're not witnesses. You know, they, they testified in the House. They witnessed nothing. Some people call them expert witnesses. That's not what they are because they have no factual basis for any of their testimony. It's kind of funny. So um, it's basically they're making an argument. I'll, I'll, I'll give an, an analogy. They're, so in the law, there's a winning argument and there's a losing argument always, right? There's usually never a, a stalemate. And You know, you don't see them flipping a coin for a stalemate, right? So there's a good argument and a bad argument. So this one, the Democrats are the equivalent of the flat earthers and the Republicans are the ones that believe the earth is round, right? You have flat earthers who are convinced versus people who know the truth uh, and can actually read facts, which is the Republicans. Um, so you have, you have this interesting dichotomy and the Democrats, you know, their words sound convincing. You say, you hear them say all these things and it sounds all fancy and you get all these these, these lawyers go in and they they're constitutional law professors they don't know they don't know up from down they they don't they think the earth is flat, right um, so you know that's kind of the perspective I, I'm going to bring to Congress. I have a refreshing new view on things i don't I don't have talking points right i don't I don't do that. I don't have memorized points and I'm not a Washington insider, so that's basically the perspective I look at it from so yeah well i want to
0: thank you very much for your insight and your perspective and also um, you standing up for the american people wanting to fight for our liberties and preserving the constitution which is vital at at this time in our country's history is that we protect our republic and our liberties and trying to control the size of government is critical as well at this time Uh, we cannot afford I know that my kids and my grandkids cannot afford uh and, and pay for free-for-alls uh, that these the left and the, democ- the Democrats want to give to everybody. These things cost money, and it's going to end up shouldering on the backs of middle-class people. And, uh, you know, we, yep. we have to stop these, with these guineas because, you know, we I are agree. leaning. Uh, we're supposed to be an independent society, not a dependent Society, and uh, I thank the president for standing up for his courage to redirect the ship on where we should be going as a republic in the country, based on the Constitution, you know, and yeah. instead of based on the Democratic Party uh, political expedience and will for votes, you know. Michael, are you there? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Just enjoying the conversation, and uh, you know, a great thing I want to point out is Jason is going to be at the. Turning Point event, and we have about nine more minutes left here, Jason, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to really to expand on on the interview and, and talk about your, your platform, uh, which is really important. As you know, we're both running for Congress, and we're both friends. Uh, we've met each other through this political process, and uh, God willing, we'll both be in Congress and be able to work together. i really creating a lot of alliances with a lot of patriots who will be in U.S. Congress, um, especially after this impeachment hoax and all this Ukraine stuff. It's just ridiculous but um especially the fake news that's the thing that really gets me but we got the turning point event here at West Paw Beach and you're coming down for that and some other congressional candidates so this will be a great opportunity for us to you know get some volunteers hopefully that will want to come work on our campaigns and help us out because it's going to take a grassroots efforts to really defeat the left because they are spending money 1.3 billion dollars to over 300 million this is a huge disadvantage but you know what, I'm a fighter and I believe in the constitution. I believe in the freedom and I I feel bad for the swamp because when I win that election, they're going to be really disappointed.
2: Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I have to echo exactly what you've been saying. You know, I can't wait to get down to the turning point event. I'm actually going to be there, I think tomorrow um, for the next four or five days. And uh, a lot of great organization, you know, you got a lot of younger people that are trying to get involved in politics and, you know, they're still kind of finding their way and they're trying to figure out where they stand on certain issues. And, and, uh, they believe in America, you know, they, they believe in the process and a lot of, a lot of very smart, smart people. And they're, they're involved at such a young age, which I, I wish there was an organization like that when I was younger. Um, but there, there wasn't, it's a newer organization. Um, you know, so, so generally, yeah, it's like we're going to be connecting with all those folks and, and, uh, Okay, so switching over. So my platform basically is what we've been discussing. I'm pro-Second Amendment, um, pro-First Amendment, free speech, freedom of religion, pro-life. I'm pro a lot of things. I look at it like the glass is half full. And, you know, the Democrats really look at things like the glass is half empty, or you know, and they kind of have this negative outlook on things. Um, Trump is doing a fantastic job. I'm very, very supportive of him. Um, I think that he has a unique... A unique personality that we we don't see in politics a lot because a lot of it is these Washington uh, insider folks that are coached on what to say, what to do, how to act. They basically they have this mold that's given to them and they have to fit into it. And the reason why we love Trump is because he does not fit into that mold. He's he's an outsider, right? Like like I am and like Michael is and like a lot of other a lot of other great congressional candidates that are running. Um, you know, we, we've served, a lot of us have served our country, and I, I know I've met dozens of great candidates that were in the military, all branches, and, uh, you know, we're just excited to uh, get back to work and really really help our areas that we, we all live in. Um, you know, Abigail Spanberger is the one in my district who's going to be replaced, and uh, there are a few of us candidates that are running. Uh, so far we have three branches of the military for candidates running against her. Maybe we'll have all five. Who knows? Um still a little bit early, but but yeah, if you if you want my website's uh, Roberge for Congress R O B E R G E F O R Congress.com. com. All of my social media contact is on there, Twitter and you know all that stuff, Instagram. Um, so yeah, get in touch with me if you want to support our campaign. That'd be fantastic. Um, any support is great. Even support Michael's campaign. I urge you to actually look at wherever your local area is, see who your candidate is, and see how you can get involved. You never know; they could use an extra set of hands, um, knocking on doors one day or making making some phone calls. Um, yeah. Awesome. So that's basically, yeah, that's basically what we're doing there. So. Yeah. So Jason, why don't we talk? We have five
1: minutes left here. Let's talk about the corruption because this is something that, you know, gets. I just get so excited about fighting because this is why I want to run because, you know, working on the program side, serving on boards, working in nonprofits, working for federal government, state government, very high levels, doing a very lot of high level. Uh, I got a post today on Twitter. Somebody said, thank God that we have somebody that actually wants to run who who understands the job of being a legislator. They have the experience. I mean, it's like you know, this is what it takes. I mean, you have a law degree. A lot of people in Congress have law degrees. I mean, I'm not saying that necessarily qualifies you. I, mean, I worked in employment law. So, I mean, it does give you an advantage. Yeah. Let's put it that way. When you can interpret yeah. law, read law, understand law, dictate law, write briefs, you know what I'm saying? These are a lot of core yeah. competencies that are a part of being a legislator. And we have candidates who are running in this country. You don't have a clue how to sharpen the number two pencil. <laughs> and I just gets me fired up, and especially down here in my district. And uh, you know, I just you know, we got my primary is until August. You know, why don't you talk about what your primary is? And I got a lot of vanity candidates down here in South Florida. You know, there's a lot of corruption, a lot of people that don't like me. I fired an email off today to the uh, Palm Beach uh, GOP and let them know, hey, I'm back in the race, uh, and I'll be uh, participating in the uh, primary election as a, a member of the Florida Republican Party.
2: Yeah yeah so so for our uh, district here it's Virginia 7th district and uh, the primary is going to be on a Saturday in May they haven't determined which date and it's on a Saturday because they're doing convention so the convention is a little bit of a different format than the usual voting thing where everybody goes to vote Um, it's basically whoever signs up to be a convention delegate can go there will be about 2,000 you know give or take delegates depending on how many sign up and those delegates will actually be the ones deciding uh, who will be the primary challenger for the the Democrat that's currently in office. Who voted who voted for impeachment, which is Abigail Spanberger, um, so she's going to be kicked out of office. This is an R plus six district. I mean, this is a this is a district that's just it's a Republican district through and through. I mean, you you kind of can't <laughs> you can't call it a Democrat district. It's it's really not. Um, very rural a lot of the area. So. Um, yeah. So primary is May. Um, let's see, what was the other part of the question? Uh, uh, let's see. Just fighting you know, the swamp. You know, I called, I called the
1: Virginia GOP down there when I was up in Virginia uh, when I suspended my campaign for a couple months while I was building the platforms and raising awareness uh, for my name and, and name recognition, all those things I had to do to get myself positioned to get back in the race to raise awareness. Now with the podcast and the radio show here with Chauncey, again, who's just a remarkable human being. I'm so thankful to God for him in my life, but being able to build this platform now I can fight the swamp and they can't silence my voice. I just love it. And I love giving candidates like yourself, Jason, a, a, a voice because you are you're in a district with like you're the same as me we got like five six seven eight people in the race i'm fortunate in yep. my race there's not one uh, veteran down here I just, which i can't wait to
2: get to a debate with these people i'm just going to laugh oh yeah yeah i mean so my district has a lot of good candidates i got to be honest so um it's an uphill battle that's why i need support uh since i'm not a washington swamp person i don't have the one million dollars of PAC money coming in right now to help me out so but uh yeah, no, we're uh look, we're 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 pro America. Trump is pro America. Uh I don't see what's wrong with that agenda. <laughs> I mean America first makes sense to me. I don't know about you guys, but I think that you would agree.
0: Without question. Absolutely.
2: Yep. So Well thank you so That's much,
1: Jason, at. for being on the show. Uh what you're doing. Uh good luck. I mean I got people, some other people in your district that, uh, you know, I think that wanted to get some, uh, get some shine, but you know, I'm standing with you and uh, I know that you want to do the right thing. And uh, I'm yep. praying for you, man. I hope you uh, win the primary, but you know what, don't give up. And uh, sometimes you got to go where you, you don't think you're you're supposed to go. And sometimes it's a learning experience whether you win or lose, but I'd love to come have you come back uh, on the show again. If, uh, if you've been that primary and, and we can really pull our uh, roll our sleeves up and and get our hands dirty because that's what I'm all about. I'm about this country. I love America. God bless America. God bless Israel. God bless our allies. God bless our troops. I mean, we got to fight because if we don't fight for the for the American people, who will? So thank you Jason. God bless you and uh thank you very very informative information. Thanks guys. Have a great day.
0: You too. Thank you again, Jason. God bless.
1: Yes, the Chauncey, that was really good. You know, it's, uh, it's good to get these different perspectives. You know, we had Bill Schaefer on here previously who was running in Iowa. Uh, we had um, other candidates on here, and we're going to have future candidates. We had Earl Weber on who's also running in California. We had D'Angela uh, Lorraine who's running against uh, Nancy Pelosi, and we had Angela Roman, and we got some other. I mean, I'm, you know, we're forming partnerships with the Chauncey and Michael show with candidates all over the country. And we're giving them a platform. I mean what kind of news operation or agency or media source is allowing this kind of content? And it, I mean I think it's valuable to get these voices out, to get people heard. I mean people are fighting to rise above, and these races are going to be highly contested. And again, the, the liberals have a plan. The Democrats are going to try to bury us. They're not going to – they don't want the American people to believe that their, their constitutional rights are in jeopardy.
0: No, you are absolutely correct, and that's why, you know, I am blessed that we have this platform uh, to give, you know, our American patriots that are on the ground an opportunity to share their ideas and their thoughts and what they want to do. You know, we deal with being blocked and censored by the mainstream media every day. You know, we see that. You see it. I see it. And I'm I'm just thankful that we have a platform, like I said, and blessed that, you know, we can get our people that are on the ground that are really for the American people, a voice, you know, um, that they could be heard by the American people. Because the mainstream media doesn't want to deliver the truth. All they want to continue is deliver his opinions based on whatever narrative fits their agenda at the time. And the American people deserve better than that. And so I'm I'm thankful and blessed to be on this show with you as well. Um, To come from a a, a perspective of reality, you know, we have real people, real issues, and, 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 and real talk. You know, and uh, we don't have people on from the Washington swamp, uh, nor that we care to. You know, we want to have people that want to represent the American people on this show, and people that want to be public servants. We don't want politicians on this show, because that's the problem with Washington now: is too many politicians and uh, not enough public servants.
1: Exactly. You know, it's it's really important. You know, people we have to educate people. You know, the, the greatest thing, this is the great thing about communication. And this is going way back to, you know, the Stone Age and people, you know, delivering messages. You know, we've had birds in, in World War II who delivered messages. There's so many different ways to communicate. But when you gain a piece of information, it's only valuable, no matter where the source is, is if it's shared with other people for something good. You know, um, that's one of the things that I really love about life is that you have a choice. And that's what an American is. You have a choice to make a good decision or make a bad decision. Sometimes we make bad decisions, and we have criminals who are in prison as a result. And sometimes you make a decision, and and you're falsely accused. I mean, we have so many different circumstances in life where people are going through the struggle. one of the things that I really love is that, you know, that's what America is about. I mean, it's not always fair, and life isn't fair. You know, a lot of things happen in life, but under the Constitution, you have a right to foul an appeal. And justice isn't always served. Sometimes things are missed or, you know, you hear about these cases where people have been falsely accused and and DNA because of DNA testing, you know, 30 years later people getting out of prison who were falsely accused of murder and they didn't murder anyone. And, you know, know, under segregation and different times where people are being profiled. You know, I'm, I'm a human being and I respect humanity. I respect people. That's why I'm running for Congress. It's not about race. It's not about religion. It's not about sex. It's about the American people working together as one. And that's what we got to focus on. We have to focus on what are, uh, what we desire and strive for for the next generation for our children. You know, we can't just be uh, short sighted and only think about what's happening today. We got to think about the ramifications of what we're doing today, the decisions we're doing today, and what that's going to happen in the future. See, the Democrats right now they're missing that. Because they're making decisions that aren't in the best interest of America, and that's going that's causing a real harm and people are starting to be woke, so to speak, and uh you know I think people are starting to understand that look, we're not stupid, but the American literacy rights are going down, so people that's part of what's been happening to in our country that you know people have been getting dumbed down, you know, just put uh, you know something free in front of them or you know. Put them on the Ferris wheel, so to speak, you know, and send them on the ride. And, you know, it takes hard work. Entrepreneurs who want to stand up for our country, you need small business owners who want to thrive and, and, and produce, you know, profitable businesses that increase, um, you know, consumer spending and 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 improve quality of life. I mean, that's what it's all about, the American dream, helping people to realize something. That's what That's what faith is, you know, faith in whoever you believe in or what you believe in, that something is out there that's better for you. That's the American dream, in my opinion.
2: I I,
0: I, I think it's very, very important. I'm glad that we have a platform, you know, uh, to be able to deliver this message. Uh, I think next on our show is going to be Amy Fong from California.
1: Yeah, Amy Fan West, uh, we're waiting for her to come on the line, so um, yeah. Just, you know, gave her a text message, and we'll get her on the call here hopefully in a second. So, um, you know, Chauncey, why don't you talk about some of your experiences in your life while we wait on Amy to get on the call that, you know, have brought you to, you know, be so involved politically and wanting to, you know, help get this platform because you have several other platforms too. Why don't you talk about some of your platforms and how you're trying to raise awareness and a little bit about your story while we wait for Amy to come.
0: Thank you. I'd rather talk about the message I think is more important than the platforms. Um, I think right now where we are in America where we look at the extreme left and the Socialist Democratic Party um, and what our country was founded on. These new millennials and these young people and the Democrats are moving a socialist agenda. Um, I think exposing that for what it is is more important um, to fight for America and fight for our country and our liberties and values. I think that that is why uh, I'm doing this because that's more important than uh, I'm very thankful for the few platforms that I have, but you know, on a higher level of order, it's important that that, We educate the American people on the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the history of America, you know, this country or is actually a republic. You know, uh, people do not know. The mainstream media offers opinion and deception, um, which isn't reality. And it's sad because people are believing what they hear uh, without doing their own fact-checking. And that's the sad part, and that's the one thing I'm like about technology is uh, people uh, have – reacts to impulse. They get information, and they think it's, it's gospel. You know, um, the American people need to be told the truth, and that's why we have a president like Donald Trump who is telling the American people not what they want to hear, but what we need to hear. I mean, we were lectured for eight years by President Barack Obama, and we got nothing for it. Um, this president just got the uh, MCA passed. He just got phase one of the China deal. He just slowed down North Korea in, in, um, with the nuclear arms race. Uh, stock market over 10,000 points. I mean, lowest labor participation rate. I mean, I can go on and on about the accomplishments of Donald Trump in us to continue that type of work for America. I mean, uh, I'm a retired fire captain. I was there at Ground Zero at 9/11. There is nothing more important to me than being an American patriot and 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 saving our country. My father was a was a Navy veteran. Um, regardless, I've traveled all over the world, and this is the greatest country in the world, despite the faults that it may have. And most of the faults that we do have is propagated by the false media narrative and. And that's sad because you're shortchanging the American people. But America is waking up, and that's why, like I said, I'm glad that we have this platform where we speak truth to power and uh, we give the American people what they need to hear and the truth from candidates that are politicians that want to serve the public, um, you know, what they should hear.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's important because people are tired of – Politicians getting to these positions in Congress or Senate um, and then lying to them. You know, a lot of people are running on a certain platform and then they're not following through in what they're saying. And I think that's the biggest thing that I have a problem with is like people that are rhinos. Um, You look at these, and especially when they serve in the military, you know, when, when I served in the military, duty, honor, country, family, you know, these core principles and values, this will defend. You know, to the death, willing to, you know, raise your right hand. To this I will defend the Constitution of the United States of America. And people have served this country and they want to come back home and, and they want to go against what this, the things that they were fighting for. They were, most people nowadays served in a voluntary army. You know, World War II, people were drafted, and, and uh, Vietnam um but you know people have a you know excuse me in world war 2 they were drafted excuse me um and you know it's a it's a free you know military and nowadays and that's the main part of what I'm trying to say excuse me and because of that you know you're you're making that decision to go serve your country you're not being forced you know a lot of people de- defected out of america to canada and we had a lot of draft dodgers when when you know they were doing the draft and Now people don't have to do that. You don't have to escape to serve your country. But think about that. People actually ran away than serving their country. How disgusting is that? How can you call yourself an American and you're not willing to serve your country? But here we are in a free military. You stand up for whatever reason, whatever circumstance, you know, and you raised your right hand. And then maybe you got in there, you got disgusted, maybe something didn't go your way, you know, maybe you felt like you were wronged or and then you want to come back here, and you want to cause harm to the American flag? You want to you know, kneel down and disrespect America? Like to me, it's about standing up for America. That's what we have to do. We have to come together and love one another. And I think that's what we're missing in this country. And when you have people that have served this country in Congress and serving in political offices, school boards, you know, local, city councils, all these things, it's absolutely disgusting.
0: Yeah, it it is. It's very, very disgusting. I'm glad that you decided to stand up, run for Congress, as many of a lot of people that are getting involved. People are waking up. You know, Donald Trump has exposed the deep state, has exposed the establishment for what it is. You know, we no longer can be fooled um, any, any longer. You know, um... So, like I said, I'm very, very thankful and blessed to have this platform to be able to talk about these issues and bring on people that really want to help American people, you know, and are, and are, and are looking to give people, you know, a, a, a hand up, you know what I mean, not a handout. And, and that's what we need to be working towards, education, um, teaching people how to fish, and not feeding people. You know, we need to get away from the dependency and and become the independent nation that we are, you know, um, and Donald Trump is helping us to do that.
1: Gotcha. You know, I agree 100%. Um, our president, Donald J. Trump, you know, you talk about bravery and standing up in the face of adversity and doing something that most people will just, you know – the amount of attacks that he's under, that's the thing. I just feel like he's so brave. You know, I, I aspire, you know, when I served in the military, you know, I wanted, I stood up and I I want to be brave for America. I want to be brave for my family. I want to be brave for the values and, and the things that I stood for. And I feel like that our president is doing that. He loves America and he wants to make a difference. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's about time we we give him the, his right due, and then instead we're trying to impeach him. It's really sad.
0: Uh, can you briefly? I don't know if Amy's gonna uh, make it in today into the studio, but can you briefly talk about her background, who Amy Fawn is? You know, in the in the few minutes that we have left to cover, if she does come on, at least uh, you know give a background of uh, that you were gonna interview her.
1: Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm, actually, I reached out to several candidates because this, this show is very hot, trust me. I know uh, well over 50 candidates in the, around the country who are running for office, and this, this – this being on the show right now, I know we just started, this started the fifth episode, but this is something that we're building. And uh, you know everybody has a certain aspect, but I'm happy because uh, Mark uh, Gonzalez, he's running in, in Georgia for U.S. Congress. And he's actually at a, uh, an event, and he stepped away to be on the show, and we're going to bring him on right now. I'm so thankful because when we lose one person, if, if they're not able to make it, they don't want to honor their obligation. We have somebody else who wants to jump on. So, Mark, with that, yeah, I'm cool. so glad that you could come on the show. Thank you very much. Mark, welcome. Can you hear me Okay. Yeah, now I can. Yeah, definitely speak up as loud as you can because I'm sure you're using your cell phone, but we're very appreciative. Why don't you talk about the district you're running in, and uh, you know, thank you for running for U.S. Congress, and, and I really believe in what you stand for, and I'm thankful you're able to come on.
3: Well, I appreciate you giving me a moment. Uh, I'm in District 7 in the great state of Georgia. It's an open seat. We have a five-term congressman named Rob Woodhall. If you watched some of the coverage today, you would have seen him to the right uh, of uh, one of the uh, uh, committee members he was on just briefly but he's retiring so it's an open seat it's a very active uh, primary we have a number of candidates I'm a complete outsider to politics my background is a business career that's led to a lot of success Uh, also had uh, like many Americans a little bit of a hit in 2008 2009 so I know what that feels like as well and I have an accounting degree so I look at what's gone on and it just boggles my imagination that we're willing to continue to ignore debt deficits and spending and feel very comfortable about passing that on to our children and grandchildren debt that they did not create so you can make a good case that now what they're getting is a form of taxation without their representation. So that's a big deal for me. And uh, healthcare care is another big area. It's an opaque cartel, doesn't use any principles of a, of a free market that made America exceptional to begin with. It's 20% of our economy now that we've allowed to be co-opted in that manner. And then a border that's wide open. It functions now like a 7-Eleven. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, so these are big headwinds. And that's why I want to uh, be able to do my part. I have a daughter who's 19, a college sophomore, and I just, uh, I just feel very uncomfortable that her shot at the American dream will not be like it was for me. I, d- I just don't want to see it become a nostalgic memory. And if people are really interested to get to know me, the best advice I could say is go to my website, markcongress2020.com, markcongress2020.com. 2020.com. If you go to the homepage, you'll see a very unique 30-minute congressional address that you can watch right on the website. It runs uh, here in Atlanta on Fox, CBS, NBC, and Peachtree TV. It's been running uh, for the month of December, and we've got more airings uh, to go. So that's uh, enlightened a lot of people on who I am, what I stand for, the causes that are near and dear to me.
1: Mark, I'm so happy that you're able to call in because you know we you I interviewed on live with Michael Bloomberg Jr. show and you know I'm running for Congress in Florida. I got back in the race now that I was able to I build know. this I know I'm so excited for you, Michael. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. You know, we got to continue the mission. So it was actually nice for me to take the three months off that I did. Because I was able to raise – we're business-minded people. That's what I love about you, Mark. You're a business-minded person. We're educated. We have the experience. We have the background. And when you run against the brick wall, when you're fighting the corruption, you come up with a solution. That doesn't mean you're defeated. A lot of people think that when you when you come up with the alternative solution that you're defeated. But that's what a, that's what business is. That's what entrepreneurship is. But one of the things that we talked about that I really want to dive in here – we have about six more minutes together – um, and we'll get you sure. back on the show again, especially um, you know when the primaries you know coming up. But we got all these candidates who are Democrats that are think that they're going to be beating Republicans in this next election. We have rhinos that are running on the Republican ticket. So we have a, you know, a lot of things to fight. But one of the things that we really have to get down to is fiscal responsibility. You know, I'm really high on ending child sex trafficking, ending abuse, immigration, like you talked about, we have to stop this, you know, atrocity with people just coming across the border. 20 million illegal immigrants and you want to give them a driver's license? How is that even fathomable? But it's just
3: unbelievable. Hey, Michael, how but would you, know you like what? to live in Georgia? How would you like to live in Georgia exactly. where we have you – know, I was born in Georgia. Immigrants. I was
1: born Fort Benning. I love it down there, but you know, I love the Florida heat. So I'll you know, yeah. come up there hey, and hey. visit
3: you in the district. We've got to campaign together. That'd but, no, um, that would be fantastic. Oh, that would be. at any time. That would be an honor for me. But think about this illegal immigration. We have more illegal immigrants in the state of Georgia than the state of Arizona, a border state. We spent $2.5 billion taking care of illegal immigration. This past school year, we graduated 3,000 illegal immigrants from our high schools and on and on and on. And I'm just telling you, no sovereign nation can remain sovereign absent secure borders. Everyone gets it. We need to man up. We need to start making the tough decisions to be able to preserve our representative democracy for the next generation, and we just seem to be content with just kicking this can, which has now become a giant barrel down the road. Just keep doing it, keep doing it. What do we expect is going to happen? Some miracle is going to happen from out of the out of the sky? We're we're way better than this Absolutely. as a people. We're off course. Absolutely, but we're way better. better the right, our we got to stand up.
1: The key thing is that we got to stand up and we need leaders who want to fight back, and that's what hasn't been doing. We have had a lot of spineless people who have been politicians, and I use that word lightly who have been they've been lying to the American people, they've been fooling them. They think that you know you look at um, Chauncey's from New, uh excuse me yeah, he's from Patterson, New Jersey, and he knows how much corruption there. I've been in Patterson. I mean there's so he's like you look at these towns across America so desolate and you know they have you you think you're in a third world country I mean I served in third world countries we shouldn't be having that here in America and what's that going to be for our future generations there has to come a point where social programs can't be just
3: handed out like candy at Halloween what are we what are we going to do leave all of these decisions for our children to have to clean up after we're gone is is that what we think is the right strategy that's I I got a question Friday night at a, a Christmas event. The person came up to me. They said, Mark, you know, I really don't know so much about you. Why do you really think you're the best guy that's running? I said, well, I said, I can't speak for the others. But here's what I can tell you. What I can tell you is I'm willing to do whatever it takes, pay any price, any price to do the right thing for the service of the people of my district and for the United States of America, any price. And he said, you Absolutely. know what? That's my be- duty I on our country. Because good. I believe you. I said, well, I, you know, I, I hope you believe me because I believe me. You know, I, well, that it's good, just you know, that's, we what's need going, that's what it's going to take. And we, we don't have that that courage to lead by too many people, but it starts one person at a time. I get there. You get there. We get other people like us there. And before you know it, other people will see the courage of our convictions and say, you know what? I want to be part of that team. I want to be on that team. And that's how we can really start to move the pendulum back toward the center because it's so far left now, it's not even funny.
1: Absolutely. You know, coalitions, and we need a new line of thinking. I mean, obviously, some people, this is how we can really have an advantage, and this is what I'm working on strategically, and that's why I'm coming together with all these candidates. I don't think that we've had real caucuses of new people coming in and demanding change, and I want to be a part of that wave. I want to be a leader with my fellow colleagues. That we come in there, and we're, you know, we're proud to be patriots. We don't want to kiss the ring, so to speak. We just we're tired. We're business owners. We're entrepreneurs. We're people that want better for the American people. I mean, that's what we're losing sight of. People are getting to Congress, and they have to bow down, and they want to be on this committee. They want to be on that committee. You know what? I want to do the work of the American people. That's why I'm running for office. I'm not doing this for self-game. I've already been successful as an entrepreneur writing books and being in the public eye and, and doing all these things I'm doing this because somebody needs a voice and that's you and I Mark and people like Chauncey who want to support people like us and, and Chauncey served in, in various positions as well so um, we're very appreciative that you got to come on and, and definitely we're going to get together I'm going to be at the SAS conference this weekend uh, we had Jason Roberge on earlier uh, who's also wow. a veteran and he's going to be down here for the turning point event so we definitely got to connect together um, Uh, uh, Mark, and I'm so appreciative of what you're doing, and I love your voice. I love the message, and we got to partner together because that's what it's going to take to overcome the corruption.
2: Well, Michael, Michael, I I like to uh, enjoy speaking with
3: you, and I appreciate all the time you gave me tonight. And uh, I would just, again, mention to your listeners, you can learn a lot more at my website, markcongress2020.com.
1: Chauncey, any closing words on uh, before Mark steps off?
3: I don't know if
0: you can still Michael, hear me. Michael, can you, line, you hear me? Michael, can you hear me? Am I online?
1: Yeah, there we go, Chauncey.
0: Michael, can you hear Thanks me?
1: Go ahead. Yeah, now I got you. Uh, yeah, got yeah one. Line.
0: Okay, yeah, I was trying to interject before. I want to say thank you very much for coming on the show, but I think what's paramount uh, about this conversation to wrap up when you guys get to Congress is we need to look at our public educational system at the grade school level to see how our children are being raised in an American history system. I think that is critical. I think we're losing our American values in the public educational system. When they make things like LBGTQ and what type of contributions those individuals made to our society, rather than teaching them about American history and the fabric of America, we need to change how we educate our children, because if not, we're going to lose another two generations to this madness of socialism.
3: That's well said. By the way, when you get me on next, Michael, I'm going to give you an unbelievable solution. In regard to education, but I'll leave that for another day. (laughs) Yeah, great, because
1: education reform is is number one on my list next to uh, ending child sex trafficking, so – I'd love to engage in that conversation because we got to we got to bring back civics to our schools. we got to give school choice to our parents. We have to take advantage of the opportunities and use, utilizing digital, digital technology to help us. I mean, we should be growing our advancements and, and our literacy in this country, not going down. I think we're like 30-something in the world when it comes to literacy.
0: And we should also bring back the national anthem in our schools. Okay, I, I that's one it. thing okay we we can i can i can i can compromise on religion, but i'm not going to compromise on the national anthem and the pledge of allegiance to the flag every day in school i i I'm not because as long as taxpayers' dollars and the fabric of this country is on the line, we should respect that and teach children to respect that at an early age like I was taught as a kid in the nineteen sixties Once we lose that, okay, and if we don't bring that back, we can't even touch upon religion if we don't have the basic foundation of our educational system supporting our republic. And I serve two terms as a commissioner of education in New Jersey, and it is sad what the Democratic Party is doing with the corruption of our educational system through contracts and nepotism versus serving our children. It is sad. If we're going to save a generation of children, we must attack the educational system and the financial abuse and education, If we're going to change the minds and have our children compete globally in our society, if not, we're going to keep building prisons, and the pipeline, the prisons, mental health, drugs, and gun violence is going to continue if we don't address education. And we've got to bring the indoctrination
3: out into the public eye. The indoctrination yes. of our children needs to be in the public eye. So that's where I would go. And like I say, I'd love to have a chance to explain that at a at a future point. But you make some phenomenal points. And uh, thanks, guys, for letting me uh, jump and on tonight. And thank you, Mark, that for being on. we, we got
1: to get off here. We've got two minutes left. But thank you so much. And we'll be in touch soon. God bless you, Mark. And, and Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to Merry all of our Merry Christmas our, everyone. Uh, our, thank you. Happy thanks again holidays
0: for and God bless you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. God bless everyone. Bye now. My pleasure.
1: So, Chauncey, we have a few minutes left here. We have uh, – I just want to go over a few things. People, if you're listening to the show, our, our listeners, thank you. Please share the show. It will be live on Blog Talk Radio, the Michael and Chauncey show. We had uh, Jason Roberge and Mark Gonsalves who on the line today. Uh, Jason's in Virginia, and, and uh, Mark is in, in Georgia running for U.S. Congress. On uh, the next show, we have uh, Dave Williams and, and Grant Haber on the line. They'll be on Thursday. Um, they'll be talking about Afghanistan and the IED crisis to help save American lives. Um, and then we're going to be off the air until January 2nd, where Aja Smith and Benjamin Irish will be on the line and we'll be talking about Ukraine and some of the things that's happening with uh, South America. So we got some great shows upcoming. Um, this show's in high demand. Trust me, we're booked into almost February already. You know, please help share this information because we're getting great candidates. Chauncey, thank you so much for all your value and everything that you do for America. Um, you know, love you to death, brother. Thank you for everything. I'm so happy to be on the show with you. And thank you again to our guests. Help contribute to the program, share the program, and follow us on uh, on Twitter at uh, Liberty2DayUSA and also uh, on the Michael and Chauncey Show on uh, other platforms. Any closing uh, words here, Chauncey?
0: I just want to say thank you to the Most High for protecting us and blessing us with giving us this opportunity. To communicate with the American people and get the message out that we need to save our country, America first. We need to do it now. If we're going to have Thank you for tuning in to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon.